brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hello. Hi. 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 Hi there. Gosh. Are we talking now? Sorry. We're talking yet. Yes, we're talking. This is another tech. One, two. Is it still on? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everyone. Hi, listeners. Come on in. Settle in. It's so cool she thinks there's listeners. Yeah. Get a turn, beverage. Turn it up. <laughs> turn it up. I like that one on the line. Exactly. Yes. Turn, turn, turn the Welcome sound to this up. report turn from the up. BBC. Bring Tonight's the noise. news. There's no. nothing wonderful to report. <laughs> so on to the beer. Yes, so on to the beer. For those of you just tuning in for the first time, this We're is sorry. a sud segment where a really Seek good beer therapy. meets really bad radio, apparently. Apparently. We're yes. already off to a I know. Great start. start. My medication's yeah. low. Yeah. <laughs> already off to our usual start. <laughs> Up the jewels. Wait a minute. <laughs> Up the irons. Up the irons. Okay. I am good old gal Juliana, the, the people wrangler here. <laughs> and with me today is good old boy Dave. Chicks dig me. Because I rarely wear underwear, and when I do, it's usually something unusual. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Dave while that's playing, because it's almost like he's saying it. The look on his face, he's just smiling, and he's, and he's looking at us like... We're just going to... That's going to be like a special, yeah. you know, edition, you that know, is classic. Best, best of Dave's uh, intro hits. He's repping yeah, it hard sure. there. It's like when you we catch our cat pooping on the floor, it's like, he's like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Exactly. <laughs> you can't stop me. You're just going to pick it up. <laughs> That's great. It's an acquired nice. skill. Nice. Yes. Cheers, Scratchers. We're talking about you here. Mm. Uh, <laughs> good old boy Caperton. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good old boy Reverend Mark. Hello, everybody. Turn on your radio and get in tune with God. Oh. <laughs> With beer. <laughs> Turn your I radio mean, on. And tonight's I like that. on BBC. <laughs> yeah, radio Reverend Mark Hill is going to be discussing beer That's and religion. Right. <laughs> get drunk and get holy. What, what beer would Jesus drink? The wine of the common people, right? Mm, <laughs> the beer. Right. Yeah. Good point. Good old boy, Mike. I hey. Am, I am definitely here again, <laughs> much is. to your dismay. He is. And despite the repetitive re- protests and people actually phoning us in from me, that it's happening again, people. Mm-hmm. Despite mm-hmm. the rumors of his demise. Yeah, that's right. still here. I want to say Baba just a little bit more. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Okay. Well, today's episode is a collection of beers from Maine Beer Company in Freeport, Maine. Yes. But before we get started to that and talking about the beer, the Suds episode is brought to you by Stuff and Things. Do you like stuff? 
Do you need things? Well, come on down to Stuff and Things. We have more stuff than anyone, and our things are very competitively priced. Stuff and Things, Things and Stuff, Stuff and Things and Stuff and Things. Now with more stuff. Great. Mm -hmm. So, Dave, what information did you copy and paste this time from their website? Wait, do you use your left hand or your right hand when you're involved in this sophisticated research process? Which hand am I using now? <laughs> the, the one with number one. <laughs> when I tell you you're number one, Mike, in sign Always, language, yes. Yes. number 11. <laughs> okay, so I was going to download some information about the brewery, but mm -hmm. their website it's like this picture story, and there's all these pictures and things, and you can't really copy and paste it. So I just, I said no. Okay. <laughs> you said no. No, yeah. no, 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 nothing. I well, we have beer though. There we have be beer. Okay. So we just need yeah. to make up a good story. So, <laughs> well, you guys have been there. They were born in a log cabin. There was Maine. There was a brewery. People made beer yes. at the brewery. Okay. Apparently, the brewer's name the is... The beginning, the middle, the Dan end. Dan or Dave. It starts with a D. I Dan know that. or Dave. There's a great yeah. story. And he's somebody's brother. Look it up on oh. their website. Yeah. We failed to do so. Well, I, I started looking at The pictures were nice. <laughs> the pictures are very nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a classy brewery. It is. It We should say at least that. I they have solar panels. I can tell you that. They yeah. have solar panels. We discussed that. They clean yeah. their water. Yep. Um, they and they clean love the their earth. Water. What do you mean they clean their water? They you know, filter they, it? Or? Well, you know, they go in there and they pick all the stuff out of it. Oh, like <laughs> pick what stuff's in there to start wow. with? Like in their <laughs> pond or Three, like their, four, does stuff come out five. of the tap? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, is it in a cranberry bog? It is Vermont. Yeah. What's your job? <laughs> That's at the Maine. Brewery? I pick stuff oh, out. Maine. Sorry. <laughs> oh, he just called it Vermont. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that, wow. I just started a <laughs> no war. big for you. Main beer company war. located in Vermont. Lo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been well, a yeah. actually. Oh, geez, here no, we go. No, she's used her oh, phone. In the she's here to this. save me. Showing up again. Yeah. <laughs> she's here to save me. Yeah. Save because I knew Juliana. there was more to this story. Okay. They opened in 2017. Okay. No, actually, on May 2nd, 2006. Oh, mm -hmm. that's what I meant. Mm -hmm. I, meaning. This person yeah. was traveling to Everglades National Park with my dad, my wife Heidi, and my daughter Zoe. I mentioned hi, to hi, my hi, dad hi. that I should start a brewery. I wanted to make something real. He said jokingly that if I would drink all of my profits, I then figured... Oh, he's, he said jokingly that I would drink all of my profits. Oh, okay. I then figured that if I made enough beer, that problem would be solved. Oh, so you just make more beer. Exactly. So but after you can drink more. Right. So yeah. after returning. So I can work more hours. So I can drink more beer. So well, I can work longer. It, so well, I can, yeah, but you'd have. Wait, that's not beer. That's something else. Well, that's, Sorry. yeah. So after returning home, he started to do research and built a folder with the business ideas. Cut he had one so requirement. So he built a folder. So did like he actually like fold a piece of paper together? Back then, back then, that was 10, 12 years, 11 years ago. We yeah. Had, we had paper back They didn't then. have technology. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So um, he had business ideas, but he had one requirement. He wanted a good partner to work with. Mm. And he searched around Couldn't and just could it. not find the right fit. So the idea got shelved. The seasons changed. He continued to drink beer instead of making it. Get there from here. Not bad, right? Did he search down in Baja for anybody? Uh, <laughs> Wow. Come to the end of the road, 
You're gonna think that you're lost, but you're not. Just take a left. Don't look like a road, but that's where you're gonna want to take a left there. <laughs> but then. And they lived happily ever after. Whatever. But then his brother uh, went his down to brother. Boston for law school. And during the summer, he Boston got an internship at a firm back in Maine. So Denny he, Crane. So he lived up there for a few months. And as a partner of the firm, Alan, a partner at the firm, Alan, mm -hmm. gave the interns a lesson in beer and brewing as something fun to do on the side. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And, you know, I guess my brother liked what he saw. He went back to school and the snow fell again and over the next few years. And so, anyways, I believe the whole point. This oh, is you so exciting. Ooh. So, in other words, the partner became the brother. The brother became the partner. Wow, this is a story I've never heard before. Hmm. <laughs> so, there were two brothers knocking them out. Oh, sorry, that was my head falling for yes. you. Yes. <laughs> bonk, bonk. Well, we need a slow golf I think that the first beer of theirs I'm was just called start, Peeper. I'm just going to start, start playing mm, random yeah. noises until it this It was Peeper. And until actually, it was over. called Spring Peeper Ale. Mm, yes. Okay, I'm, just, yes. I'm going to keep hitting buttons. Too. There we go. All right. And he literally went door to door. So that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, really it is a very nice <laughs> tap room. Yeah, door to door peeping. It's a bit cold and impersonal. Yes. I, you know, personally, I'd like a story where there's skydiving involved, and it's you know yeah. something where you actually are creating an international crisis. Hookers with, with guns. The explosions yes, right. coming. This is the what explosions I'm coming. There's yeah. an invasion on the main yeah. coast, and I decided to make beer in order to strike peace. You know? Intergalactic hookers with laser guns. If you don't have guns. a good story, the two you need brothers to make one up. I yes. think the two brothers blew up a, a rival. Now brewery. here's where your story went. Right. If <laughs> while they were in the Everglades, an alligator, alligator. had eaten his father. Yes. There you go. Mm. Now you've got a story. It could have gotten yep. exciting, yep. but it did. You you had me right up until the alligator did not eat his father. Yeah. So there wasn't good point. even an alligator. He's got <laughs> well, a good there point. You go. He's got a good point. There you go. So much potential yeah. and so little was delivered. Or uh, he got a vision. They, there's room the to amp it up. For sure. Yeah, bang, sure. not a whimper. All right, or fine. whimper, not well, a bang. Well, to me, it sounds like a guy likes beer. His brother likes beer. So they decide yep. to beer. make beer together. If I may sum this all up, me and my brother make beer. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> With alligators. And he flunked out of law school. <laughs> yeah. Law school has made a lot of great brewers, I think, over hey, the years. Yeah. You know? Win, yeah. lose, or draw. Lawyers always win. And yeah. chemists yeah. and yeah. other things. Yeah. All right. So enough about that. Enough. Reverend Mark. Yes. Would you mind incredibly giving us a rundown of today's beers? Please don't change the channel yet. From Maine no, Beer Company. It's about to get excited. <laughs> it's yeah. too late. Uh, Hang in there, okay. folks. I got your back. To do it incredibly. The hookers incredibly are about well. to get guns. <laughs> okay. The okay. Maine Beer Company beers we'll be tasting and discussing are Mo Pale Ale. Peeper Pale Ale, a tiny, beautiful, something pale ale. Another one, IPA, Woods and Waters IPA, and last but not least, Lunch IPA. Mm. Mm. There you go. So we got some pales and we got some IPAs. A nice representation good mix. from the brewery. Yeah, yeah. Good contrast. Yeah. Simple. 
Simple, simple beer simple, names. Simple, simple beer names. Simple, simple labels. Yes, their labels are very simple. They That's are. how their tap room is too. It's very austere. Yes, it's the like I think I said it was the linen tablecloth of, yes. of beer labels. Yes. No superheroes smashing through the label. No. Well, we'll be back to talk about these super simple beers in just a minute. <laughs> I decided I needed Hi, a beer. Hi, <laughs> everyone. Welcome back. Wow. So we're about to start discussing some beer from Maine Beer Company. But first, good old boy Mike, he's at it again. Yep. He insists upon doing the Suds ratings <laughs> so for wait today. A second. There was an eye roll involved. There were hand gestures involved. There was a little bit of begging. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Not for me. Please don't do this. Please, Mike, don't get us kicked out of Maine again. All right. Here are our Suds ratings for today. We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings with a bit of Maine flair now. Number one is... I went down to Bahava and I said, one time, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud or a good lobster roll. <laughs> Number two, I turned to Bobby and I said, was that a belch? <laughs> Number three, we walk around Kenny Bunkboard all the time and we say, ah, what a relief. <laughs> Number four. We take this every time we think who's got the better accent in northern Maine or southern Maine. It's a body should really not make that sound. <laughs> and there are Canadians walking around in some parts of Maine, and they are number five, which is they say, listen to that wicked hang time. Give me another. because <laughs> they don't have good beer. Well done. Well done. Wow. That's yeah, a lot better than the authentic. authentic. Thank you very much. Six dirt bikes, couple boats, you know. <laughs> very authentically done. Thank you. I, I I felt like we were back in Maine. It's, mm -hmm. it, it smelled that like a weird. lobster roll in Look, here. Mm. You can get there. You just go down to the well, third tree fishy. where the beaver was doing his thing over there, and you'll see a little chewing on the on the bark. It's not a road, but that's where you're gonna turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow! There you go. There you have it, folks. Okay. Yep. yep. Radio gold. Yes. Right. Well, speaking of some radio gold. Oh. I think we need to have a kudzu report. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, definitely. They Good old boy Caperton, lay it on us, babe. All right, folks. I'm back to warn a largely unsuspecting populace of the many, many threats that are posed to us by the green invasive horror that is known as kudzu. <gasps> Maybe you, some of you listeners may be familiar with this bit, but, uh, but today we're going to talk about uh, some pretty specific stuff, so try to hang with me here. The green menace that creeps up to two feet a day wherever it takes root, and that's that's no joke. I mean, that's legit. That's legit. Two I mean, feet. That's how many I have. You don't you don't see it, but it's moving, right? <laughs> well. We already know this, and we already know that it can overtake our yards, consuming our personal spaces, and possibly any slow-moving seniors and toddlers who may be out there loitering. But did you know? Did it's you got know? My baby. That's yeah, exactly. I mean, toddlers, guys, come on, this is out of hand. 
But anyway, did you know that a, a very important facet of our daily lives is affected by our ecosystem itself? I don't even, I kind of botched that. According, <laughs> <laughs> it can affect our ecosystems is what I'm trying to say. Kudzu can. And according to Al Gore's interwebs, an ecosystem is a biological community of interacting organisms and their physical environment. Think of it this way. Plants feed animals, right? And if we're lucky, both plants and animals will feed us. But once this slow motion green tsunami takes root, it can form a blanket over land, trees, vegetation, making it difficult or nearly even impossible. Nearly even. Wow. Nearly mm. even impossible. Powerful. That's deep. For light to get through. And we all know photosynthesis. I don't want to get too deep. I don't want to get too deep. Don't too make late. me. Don't make me. <laughs> don't make me get deep. It's pretty deep, dude. We're deep but in the, it. But the, we, we are. The vast, the vast majority of the underlying plants underneath this canopy are just going to die off because of lack of light. You, you following me here? You guys with me? I'm with you. Oh, thank We're you. We're in the trench. Oh. Let me get an amen. Yeah. Only the hardiest plants will survive the suffocating effects of the dreaded kudzu infestation. It's sort of like nothing but poison ivy and kudzu will be left. And then where are we? Itchy. Where are we? Very not in a Not in a good place. I'll tell you, it's like a biological Lord of the Flies out there <laughs> in, our, in our danged old ecosystem. And we've, you know. Dang it. It's, you guys are laughing. It's not funny. Okay. But yeah, wait till your bottom line on is stick, I ain't going to let it happen on my watch, folks. So please join me and the many others by eradicating this pest wherever you may find it. Our flipping ecosystem itself may depend on your very help. So thank you. It's our uh, contribution. I need, a, I need a fan today. That was so. I'm got hot there. I'm listening to all of this very intently, and the thing that I'm really wondering is: Are we talking about people from the state of Alabama, or are we talking about the kudzu vine? Because well, I'm reading some of these words, and I'm like, so. They're overtake our yards, consuming our personal spaces, and possibly any lower moving sensors or toddlers who may be out there loitering. These are people from Alabama yeah, as well. Okay? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, but possibly Kentuckians. This could happen, you know. Kentuckians so as well. Whatever you're applying towards residents from Alabama, you should work with you know the same eradication policy for kudzu. I well, agree. yeah, yeah. Thank you. There's I enjoyed that. the Al Gore reference. Yeah. That was cool. He did invent yeah. the interweb. I, I think the whole thing started off by just asking you to say, could you create a kudzu report over the words biological Lord of the Flies? And somehow weave that into That's the, right. I think you started with that. That hit home, didn't it? It hit home. I'm telling you, totally. Yeah. It was very visual. We don't want that going on in our yards, No, folks. we poor, don't. Poor piggy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till we get to the beer. Are we get to the beer? Dave got that far away look in his eye. <laughs> it's a long he, he was feeling that. He broke yeah. his glasses yeah. and then yeah. broke his head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Well, let's get to the beer, folks. Let's okay. get to the beer. Now that that's okay. Over. There's beer? So, yes. And collectively, we came up with 
numbers to correspond with how much we liked or didn't like it. We and did. collectively, we came up with a top three. The top three beers that we enjoyed today, which we will give Sud's ratings for later in the show, was Lunch, yep. Peeper, yep. and another one. Okay. Yeah. Now, the first beer that we're going to talk about... Is Mo, otherwise oh. known as the Mo Pale Ale. Mo. Six mm-hmm. percent ABV. Just after opening the brewery, working long nights, weekends, and still maintaining day jobs, brother Daniel mm-hmm. had twins. Yay! Oh. Cheers Ooh. to this courage and dedication to Kids making better beer. They are cool. So this one's got a zesty citrus. At first. Um, They're always sticky. Yeah, a little bit at first. Yeah. Well, you know, it mellows out. It dries Fickly out after contaminated, a while. <laughs> generally speaking. Poop everywhere. Okay. Can we get to beer now? Oh, sorry. Oh, I thought we were talking about beer. No, it's not contaminated. Did the kids make this beer? No. Oh. This is just in homage oh, God. to kids coming into the there world. Was the, so uh, one of the kids' name is Mo? Timely birth. No. <laughs> no. I, was thinking, I was thinking, oh, man, that was Mo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at, le- at least the beer's name is, oh, crap, there's another one. I feel like this show <laughs> I feel like this, this show is going in slow-mo. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So, <laughs> she Zesties, snapped her fingers yeah. at us. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> That's that's she got the big gun. She has out. to do it again. Oh, she yeah. got the big gun. Uh, if she out. has to do it again, you're going in the corner. Oh, really? <laughs> she's yeah. Really, the really, finger. really. She's gonna okay. point that yeah, finger. Okay. Back to Mo. Okay. Don't make exactly. her get the ruler. So let's talk about Mo. Uh, you oh, know, okay. the thing that strikes me is this is a very uh, very malt forward beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's really bright. The bitterness off this is very distinctive for a pale ale in general. Yep. It's Mo. It is. It's Mo Hops. I wrote Mo Hops and Mo Malt. <laughs> Mo Malt. Definitely Malt. Yeah. I said, yeah. give me some Mo. Malt. There's Mo, Mo of everything. In but this. I like this beer because I think it has a good mouthfeel. Um, and, and I don't, I mean, the bitterness is there and it stays there, but it's not up in your face. It's not. Much. And it's, mm-hmm. and, and like all of these beers, in my opinion, it's, there's a, there's a big balance. You could drink a lot of this here. beer. I yeah. mean, you could just sit I'm at the tap room if they would let that you this drink is a clone this beer. of. You know, for sure. <laughs> I thought there was a little bit of sweetness, just yeah. a little bit that kind of really amped up the body for this beer. Yeah. I, but I love pale ales, and I thought this was a great one. Yeah, if you're not really a hophead, this is a, a good beer because pale ales are kind of the forgotten yeah. child now. They get it's the gateway. It's yeah, you know, over. you're, I, you're yeah. absolutely right. And I was yeah. and I was going to say that, like, I mean, lately who's had yeah, many yeah, pails. Yeah. No, it's all IPA, IPA, it's double IPA. IPAs. And, yeah. I, yeah, quadruple. Yeah. 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 This, kind of a, this kind of a double uh, pail, mm. but not really. It's, yeah. it's about 6%. So. And I like the use of red wheat in this too. I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. Yeah. Anyways, really nice beer, I thought. Mm, absolutely. Oh, I still okay. like my beer name better. Oh, crap, there's another. <laughs> <laughs> there's another head coming out. Or oh, <laughs> oh, oh look, that's Mo. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Okay, thanks no, a lot, no, kids. No. Crowning. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you. That's nice. All right, moving on. Mm-hmm. Next one we're going to talk about is Peeper. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So the Peeper is five and a half percent. 
After a few years of hoe brewing in our garage, my brother and I decided we should open a brewery and that we should share our beer. So in 2009, they started with a one-barrel system and worked on a single recipe over and over and over. And Peeper was born. So this is light citrus, raspberries, blackberries, subtle pine, light breadiness, using Amarillo and Cascade and Centennial hops. What do you guys now, think of this case? Well, now, Peeper was named after their neighbor uh, down the street, Mr. Neg- Phelps. Negative. Who used to come and uh, mm-hmm. like kind of like look mm-hmm. through the window a little bit. And, I yeah. think good old boy yeah. Mike you, knows the real reason. This is why Dave is not going to be permitted to come back. So, uh, <laughs> if you are not familiar with uh, living in New England, um, in the fall, we have mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that come in and to check out the leaves changing and the locals call those those folks peepers peepers because they're leaf peepers they love to just stare at stuff while it's changing while it's changing well, that's kind of like mr phelps it's a weekend that tom brady is not playing uh or some you know any of those or it's canadians that got lost um all of those i uh, think our stories were pretty similar mike you're watching something while it's changing yeah that's much kind of a peeper yeah that is uh not <laughs> quite what i was thinking of wow man uh so a lot of i've noticed a lot of people uh they uh don't get that vernacular really quick and in fact i've seen a lot of people order this beer and they're like i'll have the people beer and i'm like no, no it's peep peeper p-e-p peeper peeper like you know peeper. a peeping tom like I never yeah, learned like, how to read <laughs> yes pretty much uh, according to dave so um well, the first word I wrote down was pleasing uh, in my tasting notes. Well, what else? Reverend Mark, what do you think? I thought it was the consummate lawnmower beer. Huh. And I guess just because um, I'm just a little hot and flustered today. No. He needs a good lawnmower. Wow. <laughs> is, that, is that because of Dave or not because yeah, of Dave? Yeah, because so. that story about Mr. Phelps. I mean, I went... <laughs> To 10 years of psychoanalysis to get that story behind <laughs> We me. all have our own Mr. Phelps. <laughs> and there it now comes back. Okay. Yeah, it's very refined. I mean, and obviously so since this was the first beer that they brewed and they've been, you know, perfecting it ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the second word I wrote down was balanced. And I think that's one of the things I really enjoy about this. It just has really um, great balance for a beer that is fairly simple um, in terms of the taste profile. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we've talked about many times is the more uh, simplistic that beer style, the easier it is to screw it up because you don't have anything to to hide your flaws behind it all. And I think that's one of the things that I really love uh, about this is that the balance in this is allowing everything to be there in, in great harmony, but there's nothing that's jumping out of uh, out at you right. in this taste profile. Uh, the malt is there, um, but it's, again, it's it's really in check with the hops that they've picked here. There's really nothing that jumps out at you and says, hey, you know, this shouldn't be here, you know. Like yeah. a paper. Like a yeah. paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think four yeah. steps forward to that. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love pale ales. I, like like we said, I think they're they're kind of overlooked a lot of times, and that's what you're describing is really what I love about them is that nothing really it's uh, nothing gen- sticking out. G- generally speaking, yeah. nothing's going to punch you right in the palate here. You know, this is meant to be drinkable and enjoyable on a on a hot flustery day. Like Such as Reverend today. Mark's yeah. having. Well, so I think that this beer, uh, when they first released it, was, relish- was released in the fall to welcome in the peepers coming in, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to the area. Um, I think that it really became something that a lot of people enjoyed, and I think they make this beer year-round now. But yeah. originally, I think it was a fall seasonal release. If cool. uh, peepers Possibly. return season after season, do they become like your peeps? Yeah. Actually, they're re-peepers. <laughs> no, they're just people that you need to export to uh, to Illinois. That's really what they become. So, Marcus, wow, Mark is flexing his uh, his it, students. New York is uh, getting lost. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just think it's a gold standard pale ale. Really, I think it's yeah, it's it's, there. Uh, it's a pale ale that you could really use to judge other. I pale think, ales. yeah, and I would agree that both both Mo and and Peeper uh, probably have the ability of being a very good reference for yep. an American yep. pale ale for sure. This one's probably a little more subtle. It's in a terms little of more subtle. I would say call Mo a little more Americanized. It's interesting mm-hmm. though, like how different these two are from each other they're both the same style yeah. technically but yeah. even appearance yeah like mo is a little more golden uh peepers you know kind of a more pale straw almost yep and uh and actually the next beer too is another pale ale and all three of them are really different from each other um even though they're you know technically the same style Wait. beer Sure. Were we going through our ratings at the end, or th- yeah, yeah at the end. okay. Yeah. I'm slow. I paid. Yeah, I was paying. We attention, know. You know. We know. Mark. In the beginning, we know. cool. For okay. five minutes. Yes. Go back to sleep. Yeah. Okay. So brother, beer, brewery. Got it. Yes. Check. <laughs> Thank you so the much for alligator. the lead in there. Yeah. Don't forget. Hi, Mister Peeper. <laughs> <laughs> With a twist of South Park. I'm thinking of some guy that shows Sorry. up from Arkansas going, "Yeah, well, I already yeah. got that Peeper beer. That's like my code name that I use." <laughs> Down in Arkansas, you know, I they well, we ain't going that. back to Arkansas Bam. once again. Yeah. <laughs> Never convicted though. It wasn't Never the first convicted. trailer park with that. You know, they started calling me that, but the second one, we did definitely called me Peeper. Arrested, luckily, but never convicted. Luckily, my sister would not press charges. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that beer because that just reminds me of my code name. So that's why I like that paper beer. Okay. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uncle Daddy, why are you standing at the window? Just come on in. (laughs) Uncle Daddy. Uncle Daddy. <laughs> yeah. They're never gonna let you back. They're never gonna let you back. <laughs> I know, I know why we always get cut off at a certain point, and it's just a safety break, just yeah. like this. Where Dave doesn't need to take this. We need story to, speaking of safety, we need a safety word with Mike sometimes. You know? Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> Pineapple. <laughs> Peeper. <laughs> uh, no, not no, that could be part of your fantasy. You yeah. say that should be my code name. Yeah. Code name Peeper. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. 
It's now a trigger. It's now a trigger warning. Correct. Wow. Wow. Probably sets off my Tourette's. As well. Never <laughs> going to let you back in the state. They're yeah. never going to let you back. Oh, hey, aren't you that paper guy? We ain't going to let you in here. Let me see your papers, boy. Or you get from me. Or you get thrown in prison. Okay, and he goes, right, you got right. a nice paper. We'll be back and hopefully have this reeled in in just a minute. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome back. And I promise we have reeled it in. Yep. Just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we locked Dave up. Yeah. <laughs> Turn Mike's much. mic off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we are discussing some really beautiful beers from yep. Maine Beer Company. And people and, from Arkansas. And the next one that we're going to talk about is the last pale ale in this flight, which is completely different from the other two pale ales that we had. This one is called a tiny, beautiful something pale ale. Mm-hmm. This is five and a half percent. It's got candied orange, citrus zest, Subtle anise, silky <clears throat> mouthfeel with Very El Dorado hops. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you guys think of this one? Well, I don't like this beer because it violates my uh, code of uh, beer naming ethics because there are more than 17 characters in this beer name. Mm-hmm. So it, I'm that sorry. But, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It is immediately disqualified. I can see that you would have a limit. Yes. Yeah. He is very limited. You know yeah. what's interesting to <laughs> me you, about thank, this? Thanks for picking up on what yeah. I was laying down wow. there. I just was trying to avoid it, but thank you. Thank you. Subtlety. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of subtlety. Exactly. What I like about this beer, though, is initially I wasn't I wasn't as pleased with it. Yeah, okay. See, that's the curse but, of the pale ale. But the thing is, is as this has warmed up, it's a completely different profile. Good. Completely. The fruitiness in this is just mm-hmm. coming out of mm-hmm. nowhere and yeah. it's gorgeous. It's almost strawberries. So I love this beer. Ow. I loved this beer. Right. Because from the I love this hop. Yeah. 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 And it's a single hop beer with El Dorado. And I think that's a really super juicy hop. I really do. And, and it's really coming out. I think I, I of, mean, of all these beers, none of these beers were what you would call um, classically Northeastern, what no, we think of true. as Northeastern. True. This no, one no, gets no. closer maybe than any of them, and it's not even an IPA, but... Uh, but I think that. But it's uh, a different kind of juice. They used oats in this, and that yeah. gave it that nice silky mouth feel. Yeah. And and I just yeah, it was just good stuff. Deliciously citrus forward, and a little bit of peel and pithy bitterness, kind of preventing it from becoming like a stereotypical northeastern IPA juice bomb. I don't know if I like mm. the taste of pith though. I mean, yeah. you get pith in your mouth, and you're like. Man, you have to go to some expensive know. bars for that. Yeah, something. well, sometimes you have to pay extra, you know. To yeah, get, that's what I'm saying. To get your pith you get, on, you got to pay extra for pith, you know. But then you're, you know, then it's that then, then that it's makes you pith standard. Apparently, that makes you pithed off, you know. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Pith, I'm just not a okay. Not a fan. Pith on thank it. you, yeah. thank you, thank you. Sorry, Sorry. such our, insight. What's our next? No, beer? I like mine. Yeah. I really like that one. I did. It's it's cool. Yeah. It's I like cool. the name too. Yeah. Despite all those characters. Yes. And be, and despite other people not liking it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now we move into IPA region. Yep. The first one we're going to talk about is another IPA. Uh, 7% ABV. When they expanded their brewery in 2013, the stress was, of course, something to say the least, ah! as we could all figure. So he ran. they ran out of creative juices for a minute, and they decided to have another one for inspiration. Get it? 
Mm-hmm. Have another one no, for that's inspiration. Not that's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that alligator should have won. Okay. Grapefruit, tangerine, resininessness. Yes. Resininess. Clean malt. Yeah. This beer yeah. is so good right now. Like it's warmed up just enough. It's very mm-hmm. soft, juicy. There is some like resin in the finish. But I do get a ton of the tangerine. It's really just a really nice, easy drinking beer. It's very it's almost good. dank, almost a little bit, almost yeah. 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 It's got a little bit of I'd say Midwesty then, weedy, as opposed to true Westy to it. And I, I, well, I thought it was even closer to a, a Nipa than than the tiny, beautiful something. It, oh, it, really? it looks this way, mm, yeah, to me. It's a bit too bitter. I mean, it's. It, I thought the citra was really in your face in this. You it know, tastes it, fresh it, hop to me. It it definitely was a very yeah. in your face, uh, you know, hop profile. You know, the uh, compared to some of the other IPAs in this lineup, um, and definitely tasting them alongside the pale ales, you definitely felt something just kind of walk walk up and kind of bop you on the forehead, going, uh, "Yo, I'm here, man." Yep. So, um, and and I thought that was the citra that was really kind of coming out. Um, a lot of tropical fruit um, and citrus. I thought the tangerine, you know, description was kind of dead on. The grapefruit mm-hmm. thing, eh, I don't know about that. So, Okay. The next one we're going to mm-hmm. talk about is lunch. Lunch is a 7%. It is a special whale that has been spotted off of the main coast since 1982. Is it wrong that they call a whale lunch? I mean, you're okay. not even supposed to eat those, are you? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. The blubber. So, do something, oh, yeah, right? Blubber, yeah, don't they yeah, do something yeah. with that? Well, anyways, she's been around and she's quite a character, so so is this beer. Mm -hmm. Tropical fruit, citrus fruit, pine, subtle maltiness, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I dare say we all really enjoyed this one, correct? Yep. Big, well-rounded beer, you know, nice, nice, even flavors. It's very enjoyable. I thought it was the most balanced beer that I tried, and I noticed that that they're Grists were very similar on all their beers. Uh, this one had the American two row, Munich red wheat. Uh, yeah, they do like and, their red wheat. Yeah, and uh, for me at least, all of that was very evident, but just counterbalanced in a nice mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also struck me that it had some softness to it as well, like you do a Burtonized water almost. Mm. Uh, it just it had a softer. Uh, taste as it finished out. Yeah, Reverend Mark bringing out yeah, the terms. Yeah, he's good for that. That's, <laughs> that's why I like to sit next to him. <laughs> yeah, I can. here have some Burton. <laughs> Glad I wore yeah, some shorts. Water. <laughs> you got some Burton in your water. Ew. Um, yes. It. When you start up the boat, it goes Burton, Burton, Burton. Yeah. Remember how we were talking about that? They got to pick stuff out of the water. Yeah, it was, it was the Burton they were pulling. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Chappaquiddick. Yeah. Yep. Oh. <laughs> There it is. There it is. And we're done. Slipped it in. (laughs) And there you go. Drop the mic. So uh, one thing I'd uh, share with you about uh, both. So lunch is um, a seasonal release beer, uh, a limited edition. And there's actually two. There's lunch. There's dinner. Um, and the dinner uh, beer is very difficult to find in Maine. Um, Unless you're there at the tap room where it's delicious. It is. uh, On the day it's made. It's very, it's limited release and availability, but uh, lunch is something, uh, the lunch beer is something you can uh, find widely. The one thing that um, I happen to notice with this particular uh, beer, I've had a bunch of these on tap, and this is one of the few beers I actually enjoy it better on tap than I did here in the mm-hmm. bottle that we had here today. Um, 
I don't know, for whatever reason, it just it kind of lacked uh, a bit of punch uh, for me. And I kind of normally know how this should be. Yeah. Um, I think there's a level of freshness that, you know, mm-hmm. like through going pretty, through the bottling yeah, process, yeah. you know. Kegged at the source is always going to be more fresh. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I've, like I said, I've had this many times, both in a bottle and on, on, on tap. This is a great beer. Um, I would say if you're definitely staring at a choices of main beers, and I would say you're going to really widely find um, the three beers uh, that I know of in our lineup on tap, Peeper, Mo, and Lunch, are probably going to be the three beers that are probably going to be most widely available on tap. So, and I would say those are all really great choices. What did you think, Juliana? I really enjoyed this one. That's all. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> okay. That girl. I'm just going to say that. Yep. All right. Yep. Nice. Please don't yeah. keep going on and on and yeah. on like that. <laughs> so how about his brother? Did you, I mean, you know, with his kids? I don't know. The gator. The gator. What? No. No. Okay. I'm thinking about the whale, but anyways. Hope salad, Danny. Okay. I honestly had never heard that story about the whale. Now, who would win in a fight, an alligator or a whale? I think Dave cut and and paste. What about a gorilla and a whale? Think about that. (laughs) A gorilla? What about a gorilla and an alligator? Hey, look, though. She's a strong character because this part I did not mention was if you are able to see her, she looks like she has a bite taken out of her fin. Huh. But that's really just a tattoo. Yeah. Birthmark. Well, birth I'm, just, I'm just thinking she's kind of a badass whale. You know? Scrappy. Kind of like this beer. It's a oh, badass maybe the gator. It's a scrappy. Maybe the gator took a shot at her. Canadian Ooh. whale. I can't trust her. Yeah. Where <laughs> <laughs> mm. the heck did that come from? Yeah. Right. Okay. They're so tricky. they are. Nova Scotia. Can't I trust those I wonder who would win, though. Yeah. Gator or whale. Gator or whale? I, I think you know what it depends on how close to shore you are. <laughs> think about that later. Which one yeah. would Kudzu concern for shelving that till later? <laughs> I'm going to give this more okay. thought. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now the last one that we're going to talk about. This one's going to be a did little. We finish lunch. We yeah, did. We, I just we, we finished. To say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Bring the check. You're so cute. Now, the last one that we're going to talk about is Woods and Waters. Woods and Waters. Yes. And this one happened to be a favorite of mine, but I think I'm probably the only one, but whatever. So, this is an 8.2% ABV beer. It hit okay. it well. They brewed this special IPA to commemorate the establishment of the and Forgive me, main beer company, mountain? if I don't say How this do you right. Say the mountain, Katahdin, Katahdin, Woods and Waters National Monument. They incorporated main-grown barley and wheat, along with generous amounts of hops with flavors and aromas of pine and citrus, reminiscent of the outdoors. Hmm. Cheers to Mother Nature and all she provides us. There you go. So this one's got citrus berries, pine. Um, it's got Magnum, Simcoe, Mosaic, Columbus, and Idaho Seven. And then, interesting, I guess Blue Ox must be the malter in the area. Yes. yes. Um, because there's Pale, Wheat, and Vienna in this from Blue Ox, as well as American Turo. So, go ahead. Start talking oh, about you it. You know, I, I it, liked it, though. It got better. I mean, I liked it. A, kind, I, I kind of liked it as when it was cold, I but I too. like it more yeah. as it was warmed yeah. up. I think a lot of the flavors are coming out. It's a lot of different hops, and I'm always kind of questioning when somebody uses like five or six different hops it's like right aren't they they kind of stepping on each other a little bit at some point but um 
but I, I I do think this this flavor is is pretty nice. I mean, it's, it's kind of clean. The oh, the one the one word I gave on this one was terroir. Wow, mm. Mm. that is it. It's of all the the six that we are evaluating came most of it at least from from locally grown grains. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I love the use of Idaho 7. I, you know, I got really jittery happy when I saw that Idaho 7 was in this. What what El Dorado is to Caperton, Idaho yeah. 7 is to me. Yeah. Huh. I just I I love it because it's so different. I made a recipe for a beer that I was going to brew that had Idaho 7 in it and then I couldn't get the hop. So, um. so. That was the one word I led with was different. Um, this is very floral uh, compared to all the other beers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just these uh, very uh, tropical, you know, fl- uh, florality, almost like a jasmine or even a melon, um, you know, kind of floral aspect really is um, very evident in this. There's a sweet kind of bitterness off this beer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to, of the beers in the flight we had today, if you had to say which one of these things is not like the other, this is it. Um, I, I agree. Yeah. And I, that's not a bad thing. Um, I thought that uh, certainly the variability of the malting um, that was done here, as well as some of the choices in the hops that they chose here as well, um, I thought that was part of the distinctive characteristic. I wonder if the berries that they use in this is what's really bringing around some of the florality. Um, I think the berries are just berry notes. Yeah, it's just a note from the hops. There's no true berries But I kind of felt the same way, like you're saying about it being different with this one and with Peeper. Like, those are the two that seemed yeah, this the most floral thing different is not yeah. at all. Yeah. from the rest yeah. of the flight. You know, mm-hmm. the other four beers had a lot more in common, it seems like, than those two. My biggest mm-hmm. knock on this beer, and I, I did, I liked it, but it was, um, it lacked a little body. It seemed a little thinner, despite all those fantastic grains that they have listed. You know, it, mm-hmm. it seemed to come up a little short. Um, I've never heard of Blue Ox malting. Um, is it widely used outside of the New Yeah, okay, there's the owner, I think his name's Paul. Um, is it Bunyan? Is that his last yeah. name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so bad. Just <laughs> cut his microphone She's off. a babe. <laughs> hey, uh, can I stir in the window, Dave? <laughs> I like your ox. You got a pretty mouth. You got a pretty ox. <laughs> funny queer, not funny, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I like your French fried taters. <laughs> what you gonna do with that lawnmower? It looks pretty floral yeah. to me. <laughs> they got him in camo. <laughs> wow! I like how I managed to weave an Arkansas guy into a main beer episode. There's I mean, a lot. Well, like you know, Julie just yeah. checks out for parts of this. <laughs> you know, she's she's just like, like, I've just got nothing. I'm gonna let you guys go <laughs> for a couple nah, minutes. Yeah. I'm gonna nothing. look this up, then yeah. I'm gonna interject some facts. <laughs> Yes. Good luck. So the <laughs> facts of this is that this malter has only been around for a couple of years. Ba-boom. Actually, since 2014. Okay. So I doubt that they're making their malt available to us down here in Tennessee. I wouldn't mm. think so. That's stingy. So they started in Belfast. And the thing is, is we what? were... Yeah. So Belfast, Maine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I knew they were like the commies. <laughs> Whatever. So... The thing is, is I, we just didn't have enough time to hang out in Belfast long. But um, anyways. Hey, uh, where do we, we rate some of this stuff? Yeah. So quickly, the Mo Pale Ale, we gave it a three. Yep. The Peeper, we rated a four. 
The tiny, beautiful something pale, we gave it a three. Although I think it, as it warmed up, we might have increased yeah. that. Yeah. Another one IPA, we rated a four. Woods and Waters, we rated a three. And lunch, of course, shocker, we gave it a five. Four four wheelers, six dirt bikes, couple boats, you know. Well, if I may say, what I really enjoy about this brewery in general is that they're outside of the box in terms of New England beers. Yeah. Well, do they pre they predate the craze? They right? really they do. do. Yeah, this was the taste profile that was uh, very predominant uh, long before. You know, that concept of even using hops is, in a predominant yeah. way was even really came around. So they were New a, England. A West New Coast-y. England wasn't cool. There's a West Coasty edge to all these beers, but yeah, I, they okay. feel very Easternized. I think yeah. there's a little yeah. bit of They took put their own spin on, on West Coast beers. Well, thank you, Maine Beer Company, for capturing the essence of what is Maine. Please Absolutely. don't sue us yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, Another episode in the can. Whoa, trash can. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. This is what happened. <laughs> no alligators were harmed in this episode. Neither were the whales. That whale with a bite. She <laughs> already had that bite, man. I promise. <laughs> Love bite. I swear she's looking better looking when she had her clothes on. Oh. <laughs> all right. You can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. The easiest way to find the show on your phone is to ask, ask Alexa, Siri, or Google, play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day at Sip, Suds, and Smokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. And please, if you've got the time, and I know you do, take time to rate the, to rate the episode online right now. Five stars. Five All right. Stars. Good old boy, Dave. Hey, check me out on Instagram at good old boy Dave and check out my 60-second beer reviews. Good old boy Caperton. Keep up the fight on kudzu, folks. See you next time. Good old boy Reverend Mark. Tune in the radio with us again. Listen for you know what. Good old boy Mike. Keep on sipping. This is good old gal Juliana. Keep on chuggling and catch you next time. This has been a one tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time.